Welcome to Fleet Baptist Church. We hope you enjoy the latest in our teaching series. Good morning. My name is Martin. I'm one of the elders of Fleet Baptist Church. And it's my privilege and pleasure to share the word of truth with you this morning. As a series, we are going through the book of Ephesians. And today, we're going to look at chapter 5. I'm going to concentrate on just a few verses from this chapter that I feel God wants me to highlight this morning. And the chapter opens with two of these verses, so let's read them together. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. When I was 16, I remember one evening looking up at the night sky and wondering what God was. What was he like? I always believed there was a God because of the wonder of creation. But on a personal level, I didn't know him. Something was missing in me. Several months later, someone shared with me the gospel message of salvation. And suddenly, a light was switched on inside of me. And God's seed of love fell into my heart. I understood what Jesus had done for me on the cross for the very first time. I just knew that God had come into my heart and that he loved me. Looking back now, I know this was the power and working of his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our helper and points us always to Jesus. 1 John 4:19 says, "We are able to love because he first loved us." So because of this, I was able to begin my walk with Jesus. This is the power and the working of the Holy Spirit which is available to all who receive the free gift of salvation through Jesus. God knows each of us individually, and he meets us where we are. He is always offering the seed of his love to plant in the soil of our hearts. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So going back to verse 2 of Ephesians 5, Paul is making the point that our lives with God are indeed a day-by-day walk or journey. It's getting to know him, living in fellowship 
with him, listening to hear his voice. We know life is not always easy, and all of us encounter difficulties and problems, even in hard times. Indeed, this is a very difficult and unprecedented time for us as a nation. As members of the body of Christ, we must continue to pray for this nation and the nations of the world. And we must keep our focus always on Jesus. However, one of the guiding principles of the word of God that has helped me is the need to trust him. The Lord gave me this truth during a very difficult time in my life. He led me to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. I have treasured these verses in my heart ever since that time. And when things happen and I don't understand why, I hear a still gentle voice in my ear saying, Martin, do you still trust me? And I say, Father, I still trust you. And I continue my walk with him. So we need to trust him. This is some, something that is so important because relationships are built on trust and we need to be trusting God in our personal walk and as we journey together as the body of Christ. The Lord is encouraging us individually and as his family on our journey together to trust him in everything. I've always had a deep love for his word and its importance to my life. It's an amazing book. It's even a life-changing book. The Bible reveals truth. It reveals the nature of God. It reveals the condition of our hearts. It feeds our spirit and it acts as a plumb line that keeps us straight and true so that we don't stray off his path and take wrong turnings. The psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The book of Hebrews reminds us that God's word is alive and powerful. His word is living and active. Hebrews 4 in the Passion Translation says, For we have the living word of God, which is full of energy. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. 
The word of God keeps us close to him and shows us how to live in a way that pleases him. By being doers of the word, we can become imitators of God. Verse 15 of Ephesians 5 instructs us to be careful of how we walk and to be wise, making the best use of the time that God has given to all of us. The Lord hasn't called us to walk alone. We're walking together. We are part of the body of Christ. Coming from all walks of life, from different backgrounds and cultures, we have been placed into this family. It's here in his family that we are built up, encouraged, strengthened, motivated to continue our journey together. We're exhorted in verse 21 to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. How does this work practically? For many of us, the word submit can be quite difficult. But we have the example of Jesus who always submitted to his father. For example, in the Garden of Gethsemane. The whole book of Ephesians has much to say about building godly relationships, which is one of the major themes of the New Testament. Our relationships are encouraged to be loving, truthful, selfless, and submissive. Simply put, we're exhorted to relate to others as Jesus relates to the Father and to us. There was a song we used to sing in the mid-1970s. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing it. It goes like this. I love this family of God, so closely knitted into one. They've taken me into their hearts, and I'm so glad to be a part of this great family. Verses 8 and 10 in Ephesians says, For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. We must align ourselves to the word of truth so that his truth in us becomes our lifestyle. So returning to verse 2, Paul says that Jesus gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And now our mission is to reflect the fragrance of Christ to the world. In 2 Corinthians, Paul says, Now thanks be to God 
who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. I want to finish by telling you a story. In the late 19th century, a man called Dwight Moody was a highly respected preacher and evangelist. It was said of him that he was a man totally surrendered to the study of God's word and to prayer. Woodrow Wilson, the 28th President of the United States, told this story of being in a barber's shop one day. He said, I was sitting in the barber's chair when I became aware that a man had come quietly in upon the same errand as myself and sat in the chair next to me. Every word the man uttered, though he was not in any way preaching, showed a personal interest in the man who was serving him. And before I had got through with what was being done to me, I was aware I had attended an evangelistic service because Mr. Moody was in the chair. I purposely lingered in the room after he had left and noted the singular effect that his visit had brought upon the barber's shop. Other people in the shop talked quietly amongst themselves. They did not know his name, but they knew something had elevated their thoughts. And I felt that I left that place as I should have left a place of worship. Church, as our aim is to be imitators of God and to walk after him in love, let's yield to the work of the Holy Spirit in us so that by our lifestyles we will bring the fragrance of the knowledge of him in our homes in our workplaces, or wherever he may take us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that we are your beloved children and that you are with us every step of our journey. Father, may we be a witness for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.